Welcome to Educators with Oil. I am your host, Ronette Branham, and I am here to offer biblical strategies for effective teaching. Thank you, uh, everyone, for joining in tonight and tuning in to listen and to and downloading the podcast. I am very appreciative, and I am here to, again, offer biblical strategies for effective teaching. Uh, so I've just been going over some things, my new plans for my students this year, and how I plan to prosper and have my students prosper in all that they do, all that I do. I want to prosper in every area of my life, particularly in my vocation. I mean, that is something, that is what I'm doing, that is what I'm called to do. So how can I be called to do something and I not prosper in it? So that is something, that's my endeavor, and I'm seeing the fruits of my labor as we speak. I plan to have my students make great strides this year with being diligent in my work and it falling um, on my students. My students are going to uh, make great strides in reading and math. And I'm seeing it, and they're seeing it, and they are so excited. It, I, I don't know how, uh, I haven't had a child in many, many, many years. I have grandchildren. When they wanted to walk, and they were afraid to take those steps, and they were reaching for my hand, and I reached my hand out. And they were so, you know, okay, I trust you. I'm not sure if I trust you, so come on. And then if, if they can't just readily grab your hand, then they stop or they get down on the floor and they crawl the rest of the way. Um, so I have I, I know what that feels like. So I'm feeling it now. I'm watching my students try, and then I'm watching them say, I got it. They think they have it, they're not sure. Some I have a kid saying, I knew that was the answer, but I wasn't sure. Or I, I got confused. I knew that was the answer, but I got confused. Or they try and they've come up with the answer and it's amazing the joy that they have from doing that it's it's just amazing i am I, i'm just excited about just watching them do that so um watching them so again my thing is my students started out really really low reading and i'm watching i had three students this week that I've tested. I didn't test anymore. So, so I did test one. She needs some help. So I, I know what I have to do with her because she's not following my direction. If she followed my direction, she would have moved up also. But I, I see where I, I, students, now I can see the students who are struggling because they have some kind of block right there. Um, I see the students who are struggling because they just didn't know. They didn't have those basic concepts. They didn't have those um, basic facts. Um, but I'm watching students follow my direction and move up. A, a girl, she had to only be level D. She couldn't have been a level E reading. D, A through, my students A through E, that's kindergarten reading. I'm a second grade teacher. So um, watching them. I'm this little girl, she's moving, she moved from a D to an F. Today I tested her. She's like, I can read this book. This is an F. I can read it. Let me see. Let me see. She read the whole book. There might have been some words she got stuck 
She didn't know. Like, she... Nah. She knew neighborhoods. She read neighborhood. Neighborhood. So, I mean, that's a, a, a F word. And she's reading that. And th there might have been a couple she didn't understand. She didn't know what it was. Like, she could read Community Center. She could read Community Center. Do you understand what I'm saying? She was reading the D. She read the word Community Center, but she didn't know what a Community Center was. And then I asked her because she's reading the book. So she was like, well, you can swim there. You can run there. She understood what the book told her. So then I explained to her exactly what it was, even though the book explained it. I wanted her to understand more. So another one, he's telling me, I'm so proud. My parents are so proud because I read this book. I read my sister's book. I don't know how old his sister is. I know she's older than him. I read my sister's book. My dad was so happy. He was so proud of me. I'm proud of you, too. He's like, I'm proud of me, too. So I'm watching another little boy. He read, did he read an F or an E? I'm not sure because he didn't come today. So I can't remember. But he was the first one who told me he could read higher. So I tested him with the computer program. Let the computer test him. Uh, I'm make sure it, I mark everything that he says. These students, I'm watching two other students who could not sound out a word. They knew the sounds of the word, but by the time they got finished, they couldn't sound out the word. Now they understand how to sound out a word. Like instead of going plenty. You can't come up that word is plenty what I just said. Sound all the words p l e n t e. You don't know that I said plenty. You 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 don't know. If a student is doing that, they can't read. They're trying. And I showed them how to stretch it, make every letter connect and stretch it like you're stretching a rubber band. These kids are like, Miss Bradham. I'm doing it. I stretched it like you said. And I'm watching them stretch the words and come up with the word. I, you don't know how prosperous I feel doing that. The kid will be like, plenty. What's the word? Plenty. They got it. And then they're reading. I, I know there are teachers watching. I know you understand what I'm saying. But when you're a, uh, Teacher teaching younger students, and this is what they're doing. You, you, I don't know how much you know, but that's exciting. It's just exciting. So when I say I'm excited, I'm excited. So I said that to say, I set out, I had goals. I have goals for my students. They have goals, and we are working toward our goals. Our goals are to have them reading in the second grade end of second grade level at the end of second grade maybe all of the students won't do that but they will not be reading kindergarten in april no if they are then i will know why i will know i will be able to have a good understanding of what's happening and if it's something that i can't help them with then that means maybe they need some more attention with a, a special ed teacher or something like that or an inclusion teacher so i am working on that so i'm excited so i had to go to some scripture to say how should i be 
what should I be doing? How long you said this? And I want to know, is this true? Can I find this in your word? And then I found, uh, what's the scripture? Psalms. I'm going to read it from right here. So I don't have to turn all that. Psalms 1 and 1. The Bible says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sitteth in the way of sinners. No. Let me start all over. Psalms 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be planted like a he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. Lord. Why can't that be me? Lord said it can't. Because he says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. So you're walking. That means walking daily. That doesn't mean today I'm going to do this and tomorrow I'm not going to do that. So you're not walking. You're walking in. Um, not You're walking not in the purpose of the ungodly. You know, of the wicked. Your purpose is not for that. You're not aiming. This is my purpose to do what the ungodly does. You're not walking in that. God said you're blessed as long as you, your purpose, you're walking in your purpose of the godly, of what God calls you to do. And you're blessed already. And it says you're not standing in the way of the sinner. The way is like the path, the road of those who are already uh who are already counted guilty. Why are you standing in line with the ones who's already counted guilty? Why are you on their road? No, you're not. You, you're not doing that. We're not walking in the way of the sinner. We're not standing on their, their road. We, they, they, we're on the path uh, with our father, following the purpose that he anointed us for. And I'm telling, this is what the Bible says. He said, you're going to be blessed if you don't do this. If you don't, who is not in the seat of the scorn, you're not just sitting up, um, um, making your abode in the seat of the scornful. No, in the, in the, what does scornful mean? Let me see. The people who mock, um, or scorn somebody. You're not, um, blaming people and, and talking about who's right and who's wrong and all. No. You're not making a house there. You're not making a house. People come to you with all kinds of stuff. You're not making a house. I'm learning some stuff about myself. I'm like, I didn't know I was so easily persuaded. <laughs> People come talking to me and I'm like, like I said before, I'm like, no, I give them the right word. And then they keep pushing me. Then I'm like, well, you might be right. No, stop. You have to give an account for everything you do and say. You can't have people just coming up to you, saying it, all kind of things. After a while, they're going to get you. They're going to say, I can't go to Ronette with that because she's going to give me the right answer. 
she going to say what, you know, what's right to do. She's not all falling in my way. She's not walking on my road with me, even if she feels like it, or even if she says, yeah, you're right, but no, I'm not walking in that road. I'm not doing it. I'm not standing in their way. No, I'm not. And, and if you want to take the way as a different way and not the way that the Bible says, meaning road, if you say stand in their way, you are standing in their way. You're doing and talking like them. How can they see Jesus? How can they see Christ? How can they see the light of God if you're blocking their view? Because you're getting in, walking in darkness with them. They can't see the light. No. We have to do this thing right because God says, whatever you do shall prosper if you're not in that way. Come on. I'm excited. You don't understand. My students are prospering. I'm so, I'm so happy. I don't know how what you feel like as a teacher, how it works for you. You just get your goal might be smaller. Your goal might be just let my students get up one level, two levels, three levels. No, that's not my goal. I'm sorry. What happens is because of our past. We try to let our past dictate our future. You might have struggled last year. You might didn't have the right focus on what you needed to be teaching for your kids to, pros to prosper, to move up. You were like, I didn't know what to do. My kids moved up a couple le levels. They still went to third grade behind. No, I'm not doing it anymore. I don't care what you say. My kids came in kindergarten. They're not leaving first grade. No, I don't care. It's not happening. I have a goal. God said I can meet that goal. You make that goal. You make that decision. He told me, you make a decision. I'm going to provide. I don't know if you heard that out of this scripture. Let me forget. Yeah. He says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. I mean, God's ways, God's laws, God's precepts, the Pentateuch. The, the the Bible, the books of the law is are Pentateuch. The what God says, that's where you're delighting in. God said it, I'm delighting in it. God said, This is what we do, I'm delight. That's uh, that's where I get my happiness from following God, from from uh following the Lord. And the Lord, the most high God, God, following what he says. That's why, that's why I'm going to get my happiness, my joy, my peace, my long suffering from the law of God. And you say the law, well, now the law is placed in my heart. I don't have to follow the, the letter of the law because God is in my heart. And if I follow him because he's laying my path, believe that um, I'm going to get delight out of that. Right, and I can follow it because it's in my heart. My heart will know which way to go. Say, don't follow my heart. Follow the law that's placed in my heart. And me and God, we right here. We got it. He says, and His law does He meditate day and night. That just means daily. You're thinking about, you're uttering the words of God back to yourself. You're thinking about it. You're talking about it. You're praying. Praying. I on my way to work. I'm playing playing prayers. I am uh, having Bible study. I put, I don't know if I'm supposed to be throwing out names, but Myron Golden's 
um Bible studies on um, in the morning listen to me. My uh podcast, I'm listening to them on the way to work. Uh Cindy Trim, her prayer, smoking North for his prayer on my way to work. Like as soon as I get in, I pop in the prayer and I'm praying. Not saying I don't do it before I get in the car. I do. When I get up, I got I got a little uh journal that I got from TDJ. She said, You getting all this stuff? Yes, I am. I yes, I am. So meditating day and night, that's what I'm working on. Because once I do that, the Bible says, He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. That tree is continually being fed, being watered, is stronger, is continually being nurtured, it is continually um being having moisture. So if it bends a little bit, it ain't gonna break because it's not dry. So that's me. I'm sorry. I don't know if you don't understand. If you understand, if you don't, that's me. And then it says, "I will bring forth fruit." Nah, 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 that's it. I will bring forth my fruit and my season. Your season might happen last year. Your season might be happening today. I'm bringing forth fruit now. I was struggling trying to bring forth some fruit in my season. I wasn't ready. I was watering everything and, and trying to get it. And then something, you know, I read, what was this? Bamboo. I was reading about a bamboo. How many years, let me say it's years. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out. Bamboo. Is it years? That is, the roots are going down. I mean, the roots are going down. And then, let me see. I'm going to get it right. Bamboo. How does it work? It works. Uh, uh, how long does it take? It takes, because uh, it's the fastest growing plant in the world. Right? But you don't see it happening. It's underground, taking a long time. Um, oh my God, where is that? Where does this say? I gotta find it. Um, a bamboo. How long does it take? I gotta find it. Cause I'm gonna say it right, and you're gonna say what in her season? How long does it take for bamboo? My computer is ready. I said, how long does it take? They just popped it up. Bamboo to grow. It's one of the fastest. It, it could reach maturity in 90 days. Um, 90 days. So it could grow 35 inches per day. But, but wait, how long did it take? It takes about three years. You don't even see it. It's not even coming up. It's not even coming up. The roots are going down and down, getting stronger and stronger, being watered, nurtured. This is in a rich environment. Then when it comes up, it shoots up. I mean, it, what did I just say? How fast? 35 inches per day. Did I just tell you three students of mine just advanced just this week? That's three. That's a day to me. That's the day to me because I don't know which day it was when it happened. But watch when I go back to school. 
I'm going back to school to, in a couple of days. And I guarantee you I'm going to test some students. And then I'm going to work with the ones that are taking a little bit longer. I'm going to see where their problem is. Some of them I know because they're not doing it. They're not working. They're not digging their roots in. They're not making their roots grow. No, they're not digging that. No, they're not doing what I'm telling them to do. They're not going home to read. They're not reading the books I give them. They're just looking at pictures and saying, oh, this is what this says. And then the words don't even match what they're saying. They're not following my direction. I'm trying to give it to them that those roots grow deep so they can shoot up like these two suits. I moved a little girl. She was like, I said, okay, I'm going to have to move you to this group. She was like, Miss Brown, you said you're going to move me over there. She was so excited because she had to leave her friends and go to the next group. With, the, with other students who are reading higher level. That's how it works. Um, I have five groups in my class, and, and she had to go. She No, she's not sitting with the – she can't read with you. She's going to be carrying the whole group. It's not happening. No, we put them together to read so they can help each other, but no, she's going – I want her in a group with people who can read her level or above or below, not three levels, four levels below. We're not doing that. So – these students are shooting up. You talk about prospering. I know you can see this on my face. I am like, I told my students, I told everybody, what's going to happen in my class this year? And what's going to happen with you? We're going to have to work this thing out, right? People are not going to look at us and say, Ronette said, and her kids didn't even move. No, my kids are moving. You should see them in math. Students who couldn't get the two digit addition were struggling. One little girl, I, I gave them a test and she couldn't even do it. She was sitting there looking and I was like, okay, come sit by my desk. Let me see. I try to watch her do it. She know what to do. Asked me yesterday what she was doing. When was the test? Two days ago. Asked me yesterday. I'm not playing. No, we're going to get this thing. We're going to get this thing. I meant to send her home with a computer today, but I, I forgot. I don't know if I forgot like that. But I did. But now, yesterday and today, and I gave her the manipulatives that she needed. We start doing tens and ones. She gets it better, easier with tens and ones than trying to get compensation method, to try to make the next ten and all that. She couldn't do it. She understand? Give her some tens and some ones. How many tens you got with this number? How many tens you got? How many ones? You got? She's putting that stuff together and she's adding it. I don't care how you get the answer, as long as you got the answer. Some people are sticklers. You got to do it this way. You got No, I have five, six different ways to get um, to get uh, two-digit addition answers. I have one little girl. Her brother taught her a vertical way. That's all she knows how to do. She want to listen. I'm trying to teach you another way. She's like, I don't know how to do that. Okay, but I'm just trying to show you so you'll know why you're carrying the one. She don't know. She's just carrying the one. Okay, they carry the one. Do what you got to do. But I want to just at least just try to show you why you're carrying the one. What is that one? That's a 10. So you got to put that 10. She don't get it. She don't, she don't want to get it. She don't have to get it. She don't want to. But I'm just trying to show her how. But my that's the little, same little girl who moved to a level F. She's doing two-digit vertical. Nobody in my class is doing that. She's doing her brother shoulder. I did. And I'm like, you're right. He showed you right. Okay, that's good. But yeah, go ahead. If that's how you got to do it. But I'm just saying, everything I do, we had a, a meeting 
today, I keep talking about meetings that we have. We have meetings every every Thursday for our grade level. And I don't know which way it was supposed to go. I don't know which way it was went. It just didn't make sense to me. But I know God said, follow what they give you to do and do it. You don't have to rewrite a, a curriculum. I'm not a curriculum writer. I'm not trying to write a curriculum. Don't you try to write a curriculum? Don't you care? Say what your kids can and cannot do. Follow the curriculum. They will learn. Okay. They might not learn second grade. Follow the curriculum for the grade below. But the reading, keep the reading at your level. And then all that little extra work that you have to do that you have to get them up to reading. Follow the curriculum still. If you have that kindergarten readers, follow the curriculum with the kindergarten readers. Like, do it. Teach them how to read. Teach them the math. Just follow. God told me to follow that law. Do not. Do not try to. We, 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 we think more highly of ourselves. We think more highly of ourselves than we should. Just, just be honest. My students made to learn this way. I know how I've been doing this for 100 years. I know. No, relax. I don't think like that. I'm not writing a curriculum. I'm not pretending I did all the research. I did do research. But I'm not, I don't care. I'm not putting all my research together and write a book. I'm not doing it. Unless somebody's paying me to write a curriculum. I'm not writing a curriculum. I want to. Who, who wants to do that? Then I'm not going to teach if I'm writing a curriculum. So. You have to do what the, so they pay millions of dollars for the curriculum. Even though I find curriculum got misspellings and stuff, and I'm like, they made a whole mistake. But they can make a mistake, but they did the whole curriculum. Who has time to do that? So follow the curriculum. They put all the research in that. They put all the money to back all that research up. And they said, this is the best practices. We did it. It might look like a whole same another curriculum. So what? Follow it. Say I did my best with what you gave me. These are the students I have. I'm working towards. I'm doing exactly what you tell me to do. If you do exactly what they tell you to do, you're going to prosper. You're going to see results. I don't care who you are or what you teach. If you follow the curriculum, this research base. Curriculum that they put millions of dollars in. The district paid hundreds of thousands of dollars for this curriculum. Follow it. I promise you, you're not going to fail with it. If you fail with the guy, I, I bet you didn't do it. I bet you said, I'm using this creative curriculum. I'm using this benchmark. I did it. You didn't. Because when somebody come ask you questions about your fighting, because you didn't follow it to the letter. You didn't follow. If it says, 10 minutes over here, you just two minutes with that, three minutes with that, then 40 minutes right here, and then in that 40 minutes, you're doing three things. They're doing something, you're doing something, and you got another group over here doing something. Do it. It got, it went in the reading workshop, it has small group, you can put them in reading groups. You say, my kids don't read second grade or whatever grade, let them read on that level. They can do that. But you have to, I found, 
I had to teach them how to read. Not how to read on their level, but teach them what it meant to be in a reading group. Teach them what it meant. When I say, stop what you're doing and read right now. Um, and then when I get to you, you could tell me what the story's about or you write about what the story's about. They're not sitting there uh, playing, talking to their friend. Because no, I done taught them how to sit in the reading group. If you're reading, you read this page, you listen and follow along. Then she reads that page. You listen and follow along. Then the next person and the next person. You can't, you can't wait till it's your turn to read to see where you're at. No, you got to listen. You got to follow along. You're not talking. Teach them how to get in those groups and do it. If you say in math, your students need want to work together. Okay, she's not doing all the work and you copy. You're going to use your own brain. She's going to use her own brain, and then you're going to put it together. You can't use her brain because you don't know what her brain is thinking. Her brain might be wrong. You're not doing that. You're not waiting for me to use my brain. No, I'm going to teach you how to think, how to work through the problem, and then you're going to get it. I promise you you're going to prosper. I promise you're going to prosper. I'm looking at the results right now, and I am happy. I'm just happy. So I let me find another scripture. I got all this, and I'm like, I just had... What did I just have? Proverbs. I don't know. Proverbs what? I had. The Proverbs 3. Proverbs uh 3. And I could I could go back to Proverbs 3 and 1. My son, forget not not forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. Well, I talked about that. The law is in my heart. And if my heart, if I follow, my heart follows the law, uh, I'm going to have length of days and long life and peace shall be added to me if I do that. If I don't forget God's law. I, 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 yeah, we have forgotten. But now that I see that I follow God and I'm doing what he says to do, and I could see my fruit and my season. You think are you gonna find me back over there in the way of the sinner? I don't think so. In the seat of the scornful, not happening. No, my eyes are wide open now. Um, I, I, yeah, uh, uh, uh-uh. I'm gonna have length of days, long life, peace. All gonna be added to me. I'm already at peace. More peace gonna be added to me. I don't always have peace because I'm going. I, people, people, you know, <laughs> not taking my peace. That is it. I, I don't care. And, and let not mercy and truth forsake me. No, uh, uh-uh, not. It's not. It's not gonna uh, forsake me. It's not gonna leave me. It's not gonna let me go. Mercy of God and the truth of God is right here. No, no, no. I'm going to bind them. Oh, he said bind them around my neck. See, I was about to say that. I want. I know that scripture, but I forgot. But no, I'm binding them around my neck. Truth and mercy. That's God. I don't care. You can't get mercy by anybody from, but God. Because, you know, you're not all that merciful. I mean, without God's mercy, boy. And um, the truth. I'm not talking about what's true for now, for what's today. No, the truth of God. 
truth is the truth is going to always be the same. And write it around my neck, write it upon the tables of my heart, write God, God's laws, God, what God says. And so shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Man. <laughs> Say what you want. Say what you want. Um, trust in the Lord all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. I mean, I'm not resting on my own understanding. You know, we can rest in some place we think is right. We're like, I'm good right here. I'm good right here. Nah, what your understanding is and not what God understanding is about a lot of things. You don't want to rest there. No, rest there. I think this is right. I think he's good. I think she's good. There's a lot of us got the wrong people in our life because we're resting in I, I trust her. I trust him. I believe what they say. No. You better trust God. You better, um, in all your ways, acknowledge God so he could direct your path. If he's in your heart, he's directing that heart. He's directing your path. Let him direct the way that you go. Don't rest in your own city. I'm not doing it. Because I think people are good. I look at people in their face and they're smiling in my face. And they're like, Ronette is this and Ronette is that. And then I turn around, they're not saying that. They're saying something whole different. Because they're with somebody different. And they are wishy-washy. And going, I'm nice over here to them because I'm talking to you. Then I get over here to you. I'm talking nice to you. But over there, I'm talking about you. And I don't know, no, no. I'm not resting on my own saying Because I look at you, you look beautiful. You look like you're saying you're a good person and you love everybody. I know I don't trust you. I'm not trusting in what I think. Because I'm like, I don't feel bad vibes. So now I have to watch you. I don't watch you all the time. I'm not doing that. So I got to acknowledge God in everything I do. And he's going to direct my path. I'm not being wise in my own eyes. I'm not doing it. I know I think I'm pretty smart. <laughs> I think I got a lot of wisdom, but no, not my eyes. I'm at, I'm looking for God to do it. God to say, I am what God says I am. I remember I had a pastor. She used to say that. She said, you are what God says you are. I say it. I'm not weak. I'm strong. I didn't get it. I didn't say what she said. Say, I get it now. I'm leaning on God's, God's understanding. What God says I am. That's what I am. I'm not wise in my own eyes. I'm going to fear God. That means I'm going to have reverence to God. And he says, hold up now. Sit down for a second. Don't answer that. Because I'll answer anything. Like, oh, he, no. Chill out. Sit down. I reverence God. All right? Depart from evil. Yeah, that would try me now. <laughs> but I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm not. So, I'm just saying, it says, it shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. You know that moisture in your bone that you need with all that uh, health is at with all your, uh, what do you call it? Your, help your immune system that build up those antibodies and everything is in your marrow of your bones. No, you need a transplant because you got all those antibodies and all those, uh, Good cells in your marrow. You get a bone marrow transplant. Then people are healthy after that. 
I, they said so many people cured of leukemia, of different kind of cancers, of of AIDS because they had a blood transplant, a marrow transplant. You might, you can you imagine that? All it took was a bone marrow transplant. Like God says, huh? Don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord. Depart from evil, and that's going to be. Health to your navel. You know where the navel is. That's where your umbilical cord was at. That's where your lifeline was at. You know that? So you got life from that navel. That you wouldn't have a navel if you if you didn't have a lifeline right there. That's how you live. And then your marrow, man, it's gonna be health. Man, I think if we all had a bone marrow transplant, we would be good. You know? So it is honor the Lord with your substance and with your first fruits of all your increase. Everything you do, honor God. Period. Everything you do, everything you get, honor God. That's it. Um, so shall thy barns be filled. Who? Your barns, your storehouse, gonna be filled with plenty, and your presses shall burst forth. Your wine vat, come on. Um, where your juice is drained from all that is huh i don't lost it shall burst out with new wine i man i i'm going mm. i think i just can't like i just can't new i just, i'm happy because i see it i see it I see my fruit and my season. For one thing, everything that I want might not be here yet. Not everything that I think I need is here yet, but I'm watching it come forth. Plus, it has to come forth in the spirit realm first. It has to be words first, and then it can be burst forth like that bamboo is being... Uh, is growing and and, and um, maturing underground in the spirit for years, three years, three years. But when it shoots up, y'all see me, right? I'll just say it. I'll just say it. Well, anyway, Bible talks about like prospering everything that you do. You want to prosper in everything that you do. You want to put God first in everything that you do. I don't care if you're washing the dishes. I wash some dishes over there. You wash the dishes. Put God first. You know you need your house clean. Clean it. You know you got homework to do. Do it. You know you have some lesson plans to write. Write it. Most times your lesson plans, you're not writing it anyway. You're getting in front of the curriculum. I do. I don't write. I don't write. I copy straight. I'm gonna do whatever this teacher's manual says. You want it in writing, you want me to copy it, I'll do it. I don't care. Take 20 minutes. I copy it, send it on. Doesn't even make sense to me because all I need to say is per teacher uh manual. I could do that. That's a whole other thing. I'm not even getting to that. But because I want to process, I'm gonna do follow the rule. I don't care. It's not gonna kill me. If it's gonna kill me, I won't do it. Because I'm not going to die writing lesson plans. I hope I'm going to die. 
If I die right, let's man, because I had a heart attack. It ain't because I died because the let's man is killed. I know how to do it. So, anyway, everything you do, you should prosper. If we haven't been prospering because we didn't see the light, we didn't understand. We weren't following God. To the t- we weren't following him. We were trying to do our own thing. I promise you we were. Or we were growing. We were underground growing. And now we're going to shoot up. But we're going to get it. And everything you do, wherever you go, people are going to see you coming. People shouldn't be all upset. Now, you know, they say people not going to get jealous or the devil might not try to get in somebody. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Because we all know we got different kind of trials. People going to bother us where we go. But in general, we got to be that light. God's going to prosper us for following him, having this law in our heart. He's going to prosper. I'm, I, I see it with my students. I don't care what you say. I see it right now with my students. And I'm watching them because I set a goal and I made a decision. My students are going to prosper this year, period. And then it's not going to look like they came from kindergarten to second grade. They're not going to look like that. When I get finished. You're going to think my kids came in here on that great level. I promise you. Because it's happening right now. God is showing it. It's prospering. They're prospering. The students are happy. Their parents are happy. So we we had this thing going. I got all kinds of plans in motion right now. So I just want to say that everything you do is going to prosper. Everything you do is going to prosper. What is that scripture back? Ah. Ah, uh, what is that scripture? Let me go back to it one one more time because you need to hear this. You need to hear it. Psalms 1. 1. Blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Now, his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate day and night. Daily. Meditate. Utter. The law of God. The word of God. Period. That law got to be in your heart. You keep on talking about it. Keep everything you do. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth, that brings forth his fruit in his season. His leaf shall not wither. Oh my God! And whatever he does shall prosper. You heard? <laughs> I'm happy. Anyhow. I'm going to let you go. I done went past 40 minutes. I never want to go past 40 minutes. I have a few times, but I don't want to do it. So know this. Walk in God's word. I promise you're going to prosper. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Not share, please. No, I'm not begging you to share. Share. If you like it, share. If you're interested, leave a comment. Say what you like, what you didn't like. Come on, people. I got you. Say what you like, say what you didn't. Don't say what you didn't like. I'm not going to let it be up there like that. <laughs> Just if you, when you like something, say it. Period. You know, speak out. So, anyway, like, share, and subscribe. Go to my podcast, Apple, Um, what is it called? Apple, whatever the Apple podcast is called. Amazon Music. Um, it's a whole bunch. I I looked today, yesterday. There's a whole bunch. We're like on eight platforms or something, something like that. Probably more. 
Not sure, but go. Download. I'm watching people download the, the messages. That's cool. All right. Thank you for that. And then go to YouTube if you would like the visual. Go to YouTube. Click on YouTube. Find you a, a, a little episode. Watch the episode. Leave a comment. You know, leave some love. I love it. You love it. We we good. Um, email me if you want to email me. If you if you're a teacher and you think you have something to offer other teachers in by way of the Bible, then let's talk. I'm here. Again, thank you and thank you for oh, I have some people from members of color, uh NJEA members of color who are very supportive, who have come on the show and they have, you know, they have done they have done that thing. I have some uh Friends, people who I knew, they didn't know me, but, you know, now they do, came on. I had a cousin who came on. I'm thankful for those people. And remember, even share um, if you see somebody that you know. Again, take care. Have a great day. Walk with Jesus. Walk with that oil. Educators, there you go.